How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we kick off our week six coverage, taking a look at the Bears' historical rival. We all know about them, the Green Bay Packers. The Bears coming off a 20-9 to win over the Oakland, excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders. A pretty impressive win. We're going to talk about that later this week. Obviously, no postgame show, uh, but we do have to hop into this Week 6 coverage. So, Bears coming off a pretty good win in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. The Packers coming off of a whirlwind of a win in Cincinnati, 25-22 over the Bengals. We're going to be discussing the Packers today, our thoughts on them, breaking down the game a little bit. I'm your host, Chris Malpe, today to talk about the Green Bay Packers, the rivals of the Bears, the historical rivals of the Bears. We all know about them. Aaron Rodgers, all the dispute throughout the offseason. The Bears pick up Justin Fields. Parth, we've been waiting for this moment for a while, but before we get into that, how are you doing, my man? Doing pretty good. Uh, Last night, obviously, saw the White Sox pull off a comeback, which was great to see Chicago, you know, the home crowd going. Uh, the The blackout looked amazing. I wish I was there, but, you know, watch the whole entire game. Great to see us finally win the win a game. Uh, it's 2-1, so tomorrow's game four. Sadly got postponed today because of the rain. I guess Chicago's getting a lot of rain today. I think we're getting rain later in, down here in Indiana a couple hours as well, so a little bit of that. And then let's see the Bears. Uh, a great win yesterday. Obviously no post-game show. The White Sox game was literally an hour after. Just so many things going on yesterday. So so much good football. But it was great to see the Bears win. Uh, the defense looks amazing. Uh, Sean decides done some great work with these guys, especially after week one where we saw this defense get dismantled. And uh, to rebound like this, uh, especially four straight weeks, um, it's something that needs to be talked about more. Yeah, the Las Vegas Raiders came into that game with the sixth best offense in the league. The Bears held them to nine points. And we'll make videos later this week. I know we're planning on doing an uncut later this week on Bears that deserve more playing time. A lot of those players riddled amongst the defense and such. But what a day it was to be a Chicago fan yesterday, Parth. I know we didn't record the postgame show because there was a heck of a Sunday night football game on with the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, White Sox bounced back with a win, but... Great, great day to be a Chicago fan. Bulls played some great basketball yesterday, picked up another preseason win. Chicago Sky, got to give them a huge shout-out, won the first game of the WNBA Finals. Uh, so overall, a great day to be a Chicago fan. Cannot complain at all. And now we hop into Week 6, the most historical rivalry in all of football. I think the best rivalry in all of football, yeah. the Green Bay Packers. So let's take a look at their offense to start this one off. The Packers have been pretty good this season offensively. Obviously, they are every year when you take a look at that connection between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. That is just so smooth. They've been putting up 24 points per game. They are 4-1, and 2-1 and away on the road for Green Bay. They put up 362.4 total yards of offense per game, 261.8 through the air, 100.6 on the ground. Obviously, their passing leader, Aaron Rodgers. A little bit of a dispute this offseason between the Packers and Rodgers. They got it settled out for now. We'll see how the Packers season goes because that could obviously change a lot of things. But he's 107 for 163, just under 1,250 passing yards. He's got 10 touchdowns and three interceptions. On the ground, leading the way for them, Aaron Jones. What a great year it's been for him so far. They've used him in the passing game and the rushing game 
very effectively. 70 carries, 309 yards, and two touchdowns for him. And then Devontae Adams, man, top three receiver in the league for sure. 42 receptions, 579 yards, and two touchdowns for him. Taking a look at the rest of this Green Bay offense, they have superstars riddled among superstars. Uh, even their lower wide receivers, their their lower depth chart wide receivers, are still great pieces. They brought back Randall Cobb this offseason in a trade with the Houston Texans. Alan Lazard has been playing some great football, uh, and they brought in the rookie Amari Rodgers out of Clemson. They've been getting A.J. Dillon some really good reps there at running back, too. He scored a touchdown last week in Cincinnati. Robert Tanyan and Mercedes Lewis have been putting in some good work for them at the tight end position, and then a pretty solid offensive line. I mean, Bill Billy Turner still there. Josh Myers, we'll see about his availability in this game. Rice Newman, John Runyon, they've got a couple new pieces on the offensive line, but they've done a pretty good job protecting Rodgers and once again have been pretty efficient on the ground, uh, averaging just over 100 rushing yards per game. So Parth, we've seen Green Bay get into some very interesting games this year. Uh, the blowout to New Orleans week one, they've won four games since uh, they were down to Detroit at half in week two, ended up pulling that one out a thriller over the 49ers in week three, pretty dominant over the Pittsburgh Steelers in week four. And then last week, obviously a heck of a game against the Cincinnati Bengals in week yeah. five. So overall, we've seen about a month and a week of this Packers offense so far. What do you think about what they've been able to achieve as a unit? I think they can be a lot better. Uh, you know, this Packers offense definitely last year was a lot more explosive uh, this year. Um, I mean, what they did last year was like some insane rates. I think Aaron Rodgers had like a 5% touchdown rate. So he was throwing a touchdown like on 5% of his throws, some NFL record type of thing. But uh, you can see that their offense has calmed down a little bit this year. Still one of the best offenses in the league. Like you said, they still have Devontae Adams. They still have Aaron Jones. And those guys are top five, top top five players at their position, top 10 for Aaron Jones, I guess. Um, but, you know, they got a star-studded offensive line. Um, I think this offense definitely has lived up to the potential so far, especially after all the offseason drama uh, that we didn't know what was going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he might have left this team, but he, he decided to stay and come back for one more year. And you know that offense was ready to shine and spark up again. Uh, and I'm excited to see uh, him and Devontae Adams' his connection just get better and better. Uh, I thought last year uh, what we saw to them was just the beginning of just them tearing apart NFL defenses. Uh, so far this year, um, I think Adams a little bit slower than I expected. Um, but again, he could just tear it up anytime, anywhere. Uh, but we, against us, he's got Jalen Johnson line of, lining up against him. And that is someone who I actually do have a lot of faith in covering uh, Devontae Adams. But, you know, we'll talk about more about our defense. But the Green Bay offense is still uh, something to watch out for because they got all the pieces everywhere. Yeah, if there's anyone that knows how to pick apart a Chicago Bears defense historically, it's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you have to respect what he's able to do as a player, one of the best quarterbacks to ever do it. And he's been doing it at a successful enough rate this year to win the Packers these last couple of games. Um just taking a look at what they were able to do last week, they were able to get such a lead against the Bengals where at the end of the game, I mean, obviously you saw all the missed field goals and the opportunities they had to win it. Crazy but game. The, Packers, the Packers were in a spot where they were able to slow down Joe Burrow enough, get some points on the board against the Bengals team that I think we now, even though they lost that game, uh, can definitely say is solid. Um, and that Bears win over the Bengals only continues to look better and better. Uh, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers does his thing. We know what he does. Um, 
And even though the Bears did shut down a pretty high-powered offense last week, I was so worried about facing Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. This is not an easy task whatsoever again. So it's going to be a lot on Sean Desai's shoulders. Galil Mack coming off of a great week. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a big task on him to step back once again and have another good game. Uh, Roquan Smith, another player who had a good week last week. The Bears are going to have their hands full with this Green Bay offense, as they always are. Uh, as we head down the stretch. So it should be really interesting to see how it plays out, but that's going to be quite the battle. Now let's take a look at the other side of the ball, because if the bears want to win this game, they're going to have to put points up and the Packers defense has been allowing quite the amount of points to opposing teams, or at least an amount of points that the bears can hopefully succumb to in this week, six matchup, obviously 38 points given up in week three or week one, uh, 17 in week two, 28 week three, 17 week four to the Steelers. And last week, 22 and possibly could have been more to the Cincinnati Bengals in week five. We've seen this Packers defense perform solid. I would say, uh, but they're missing some important pieces. They've allowed 24.4 points per game to opposing teams. Now the Bears have only put up 16.8 points per game, uh, and they haven't been the best offensively. They've been better. You know, Bill Lazor is going to probably enter his third week calling plays here, but the Bears are going to have to put up some points in this one if they want to win this game. The Packers have been allowing 335.6 yards allowed per game to opposing teams, 233.4 through the air, 102.2 on the ground. Taking a look at Green Bay's defense, still a really solid unit, but they're missing two of their better players defensively and probably will be missing both of them this week. Dean Lowry, Kenny Clark lead the way for them. Preston Smith off to another great start, having a good season for them. They just added Jalen Smith, the veteran from the Cowboys, who is bouncing back well. Their rookie, Eric Stokes, out of Georgia, has had a pretty good season. Kevin King, always a questionable spot there for the Green Bay Packers. Um, I do believe the Bears will be able to take advantage throwing at him. And they've got one of the best safety duos in the league there with Adrian Amos, who had an interception last week, and Darnell Savage. But obviously, Parth, taking a look at this Packers defense, the big focal point for them is they're probably going to be missing both Zadarius Smith and Jair Alexander against the Bears, two of the biggest pieces on that defense. Zadarius Smith, someone who gets the Kalomak comparisons all the time. That's not a discussion for now, but still quite the home wrecker when it comes to getting to opposing quarterbacks. Uh, I don't know why I said home wrecker, but I guess it works in this situation. He gets to the quarterback, he makes his presence felt, and then Jair Alexander, man, one of the best cornerbacks in the league. He does it at an elite rate, and he does it consistently. We see him shut down receivers all the time, so this Green Bay defense missing their best pass rusher and their number one lockdown cornerback, Parth. First off, what do you think about this Green Bay defense and how they've been able to hold up these last couple of weeks? And do you think the Bears will be able to take advantage and have a good offensive performance in Week 6? So far, um, obviously this Green Bay defense uh, is pretty talented defense. Uh, they got a lot of good pieces. Uh, last year we saw them play a pretty high-level type of defense and uh, expected that to continue this year, and it has. Um, you know, I wouldn't say they haven't had a bad start, you know, one here and there, they allow a couple games with a lot of points, but I think it was week one. That was the most points they allowed all season against the Saints. And uh, I usually shrug week one off. Like I shrugged the Bears week one defense off. So I'm going to give them a pass for that. And after that, they've played really good defense. So uh, just like the Bears defense, they've rebounded well after that first week. Uh, they won't have Jerry Alexander this week. Uh, that, that's why I think the Bears will be able to, uh, you know, 
find some opportunities to find some holes on this Packers defense. I think this Packers defense is beatable. I think you can run the ball against this defense. Uh, Damian Williams had a solid game. So, so did Cleo Herbert. You know, they both think, I think Herbert actually eventually led the team in running, yep. rushing yards. So, you know, both of them uh, with equal amount of carries, I think we could uh, eventually help fields out with the play action, but this green Bay defense without Alexander is definitely beatable. Uh, I think, Allen Robinson should, should get a lot more looks this week. Uh, I thought the Bears still haven't done it. Still haven't done a great job using him. Um, I think he is way too good of a player to not give enough targets to. I think he should be getting six to seven targets a game at minimum. Um, I know it's on fields to find him. Uh, I hope they can continue to work on that connection. You know that's why they needed to work in training camp together. Uh, that's that's the thing. Uh, but I'm not gonna go go back to that anyways. But. Uh, this Green Bay defense, like I said, they've been playing better better since week one, and I expect them to play well this week. Uh, but with Smith and Alexander out, the Bears should be able to find some holes. Yeah, I think the Bears will definitely be able to find some holes. And for those that were worried about the rushing attack with David Montgomery going down, uh, it was nice to see Khalil Herbert and Damian Williams really pick up the pace in that week five win. Uh, Herbert had, I believe, 75 yards on the game. Yeah. Williams added 64 and a touchdown. Collectively, they averaged 4.1 yards per carry. Uh, and I think they'll be able to carry the load. I think the Bears also should probably consider, and this is a, a topic for down the road, once Montgomery is maybe even giving Herbert a promotion, um, we saw his vision and his patience really show off in week five. And I think the Bears rushing game is going to be perfectly fine. So continuing to have a solid rushing attack, if we can do that, this week is going to be big, and this Packers defense has been allowing 102.2 rushing yards per game, so I think there will be an opportunity to still see a consistent rushing attack against Green Bay. Uh, now, in terms of their secondary, uh, I think the Bears, as you mentioned it, Parth, you hit it on the head. We have to get Allen Robinson more involved. He had 12 games last year where he had over 70 receiving yards. This year, he has zero of those. He hasn't been able to get going really at all. Uh, I guess you could call it stuck in the mud a little bit. And the only Bears wide receiver we've really seen get going so far is Darnell Mooney. So overall, you're going to have to attack this secondary if you can. You've got the rookie Eric Stokes out there. Uh, we've seen him Kevin struggle. King. We've seen him struggle in handfuls at time to time, although he has been pretty solid. I think that was a good pickup for the Packers. And obviously, I think you got to attack Kevin King. It's someone we've seen other defenses attack. We saw Joe Burrow take the top off with Jamar Chase last week. You've got to let Justin Fields open up the play, but you got to open up the playbook for Justin Fields. Let him throw deep. Continue to roll him outside of the pocket. Let him use his legs. Let him extend plays. The one complaint I would say I had from last week is the Bears had a really solid first half. Uh, obviously, a majority of that came on the ground, but they got so conservative with play calling in the second half, but we still saw Fields make some pretty big throws down the stretch. You drafted him 11th overall. You got to make him let, you got to let him make the throws. Uh, have some confidence in your quarterback. Let him do what he does best. Throw the ball deep. And I think the Bears will be able to find some chances in this one. I trust Justin Fields. I think the Bears will hopefully be able to keep it tight. The offensive line held up pretty well last week. And if Sedari Smith isn't going to be playing in this one, I think they can have another solid outing. So should be interesting to see how the Bears offense plays in this one. They've been a little bit sluggish. But I think Parth and I can both agree that they've been a little bit better as a unit 
as this season has continued. If we could replicate something like we saw against the Detroit Lions, maybe the Bears could make this game interesting. I think it should be interesting, but this Green Bay defense definitely, obviously, missing those two massively important players is going to be big, and I think Chicago can take advantage in this one. So, Parth, before we end this one off, let's talk a little bit more just about the the outcome of this game. You know, obviously Green Bay has beaten Chicago a lot in the past. We haven't really gotten to get the best of the Packers in quite some time. One of the most historical rivalries in all of football. And I think the day that the Bears drafted Justin Fields, we all sat there and said, wow, we're going to see Justin Fields face off with Aaron Rodgers this year. The week it's finally here, it's going to happen on Sunday. Do you think the Bears can be competitive in this game and make it close? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you know, the Bears beat the Bengals uh, with Andy Dalton and uh, – the Packers just beat – I mean, it's the NFL. Let's just say that. You know, the Bears beat the Bengals. The Packers beat the Bengals. The Bengals are, th- what, three and two. Uh, I think we're all solid teams here, uh, you know, teams that can beat each other any single given day of the week. Uh, and that's the thing about the NFL, which makes it super fun to watch. And the Bears obviously have a really good ground attack. Uh, the way Bill Lazor has been using the running backs, I've been a big fan. Uh, he, he's been committed to the run game. Uh, he – he makes sure that Justin Fields has a good run game because he knows that Fields needs that run game because he's a rookie quarterback and rookie quarterbacks need something something to just help their confidence going. And uh, Bill Lazor's been good at doing that, uh, being able to get the run game going, the short passes going for him, and then using that to eventually build up the play action, hopefully take some more deep shots. Um, but yeah, the Bears definitely can be more competitive than you guys think. Uh, the Packers are a good team, obviously, and uh, but I feel like with Matt Nagy, we've seen a lot closer games. Uh, you know, with Mark Tressman, we used to get blown out, J- John Fox, stuff like that. But Nagy's always been able to keep the games tight against Green Bay. Um, yeah, they're always a tough team. Uh, you know, the Bears haven't beaten them beaten them that much uh, since I've been alive. But I'd really hope we can beat them as this is a noon game. Um, I think for in Chicago time. And the next one will be on Sunday night football, I think week 12. So uh, it's always fun to play against the Packers. Um, It's always better when you beat them, especially when it doesn't happen that often. Bears fans always feel a lot more happier. I know that. So, yeah, I think there's an added element to Bears Packers games. That is just so fun to watch. I think the Bears defense always comes to play. Uh, to a certain extent. I mean, obviously it's tough to stop Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever do it, but, Albeit Soldier Field on Sunday, uh, the fans are always riled up getting into it. We saw the impact that it had in week five in Las Vegas when so many Bears fans were there and it actually made an impact in getting the Raiders to false start and stuff like that. But there's such an added element to this rivalry. I think that the Bears are going to be competitive in this one. I think it's going to be tough to slow down Aaron Rodgers as confident as I am in the Bears front seven. Man, uh, if there's any quarterback that's going to take the top off the secondary like Matthew Stafford did, it's definitely going to be Aaron Rodgers. And then we go and play Tom Brady next week. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to get too far ahead of myself, but, you know, I think offensively there's going to be high hopes for Justin Fields in this game. I like how Bill Lazor uh, schemed the run game last week. A lot of delayed handoffs, a lot of outside zones. Didn't make it so obvious that Chicago was going to run. So 
once again, not becoming one dimensional is going to be big in this one. I do believe the Bears will be able to have some success rushing the ball. We saw the Bengals last week with Perrine and Joe Mixon have some pretty solid success using their running backs. So I think Chicago will be able to get that done. I think it'll be competitive. You've got to trust your rookie quarterback. You have to let him air it out. You cannot get conservative. The Bears are going to lose that game if they get cons- they're going to lose this game. If they get conservative, you've got to continue to keep your keep the pedal on the metal the whole time, continuing to pump the gas. Because uh, if you give Aaron Rodgers any light of day in any case that you're up, or if it's a close game, he will absolutely end it for you. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Meet the Opponents. Let us know wherever you are listening down in the comments what you guys think of the Green Bay Packers. We're trying to bring you guys the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web. So if you haven't already, whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, continue to follow us. We're going to bring you guys week six content every day of the week leading up to the game. If you'd like to find the podcast on social media, we're giving away a Justin Fields jersey this month. You can find it at Bear Down on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to find our website, more content from us, the link is at the top of the description, beardown.com. We post columns, articles, and blogs on there, getting you guys ready for the Week 6 matchup with the Green Bay Packers, the most historical matchup in the history of football and what I think is the best rivalry in all of football. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media pages down in the description, our Instagram and Twitter pages. You can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the entirety of the National Football League, as well as Chicago sports. Parshaw feels good to be back in the lab, I guess you could say, getting at this consistently. Bears-Packers, man, I think nothing beats this at the end of the day. But any last words before we sign off? Yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, can't believe it's already week six. Uh, when we started off the episode, you said week six, and I was like, oh, my God. NFL season flies by. This time of the year, I feel like it's just so much fun, so many sports going on, and it's just exciting. Uh, hopefully the White Sox can force a game five. Uh, don't want to say Sox in five just yet, but uh, it would be nice. Um, I think Carlos Rodon's going to be starting tomorrow. And then you get Lynn back if it goes back to Houston. So. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Lynn will be coming out of the bullpen tomorrow. And then Giolito and Kopech to take on game five together. That's what I would do if I was a manager. I hope Tony thinks like me because Lance Lynn is not good in Houston or against Houston. We don't run a White Sox channel for a reason. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I could talk about the White Sox for days and the Bears. I mean, and the Bulls, anything, honestly. But uh, Chris knows it. He can too. Um, but, yeah, uh, the Bears, obviously tough game this weekend coming up against the Packers. Always a great game. Um, can't wait to see Aaron Rodgers. I feel like after all these things, uh, I feel like he's going to have – something to prove or even show us. I have no idea. Uh, I think Justin Fields will take this game uh, very seriously. I think he's going to want to prove to the Chicago fan base that he is a quarterback that can start beating the Green Bay Packers consistently for us. Yeah, the time of reckoning has seemed to come has seemed to come in Chicago. Justin Fields obviously with everything that's going on in Chicago right now obviously still has uh the brightest light on him and there are so many people so much Chicago hopeful that want the Bears to beat the Packers and want Justin Fields to turn this team around should be really interesting to see if the Bears can do it on Sunday. They surprised us last week with a win. Maybe they can be competitive in this one and show us what they are about. Should be a really interesting Week 6 game. We're going to keep covering it for you guys all week. Guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. And Bears fans, 
As always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.